Neither of us know the words. It's fine. We were laughing because we were like, let's go. Fire season, baby. We are feeling high. And actually, this is high as a kite, like on our projects, on our innovation. And we're going to get We're feeling great. Yeah, we're going to get into it tonight. So what we thought we would discuss with you guys um, is style evolution in a way of first, we'll kind of take you through our background of like what style means to us, who were our influences, like what excites us, what gets us out of bed to style ourselves. And yes. Kindle has been like a really huge advocate for this and also a big inspiration to me about fashion and style and the way that you feel in your clothes and in your body is so much more than like the superficiality aspects of it. And yeah, like it's not materialistic. It's like a whole, it honestly is spiritual. And I know you guys are going to like, okay, really? But this is what we're going to get into that. Mm -hmm. It really is, um, a high vibe thing something that we wanted to bring into this season was, okay, what are we talking about? What gets us hype? Like when we're talking to each other, when we're texting each other, like what is it that is so exciting to us? And if it's exciting to us and helps us get out of bed in the morning, then we need to share it, you know? We'll take it. um, We'll take it. This is talking about fashion style, whatever, coming from kind of a soul high vibe approach. Yes. So the inspiration nugget of what got us to kind of drill down about where, what style means to us, what our foundation is and all of that was I got recommended to go to a color draper. And if you're not familiar, it has been around for decades, but it's kind of a new wave of it happening in today's time. No, like when you told me about it, when you told me about it, it was the first time that I've ever heard of this. And it is the most like luxe thing that I've ever heard. I feel like there's a new wave about this, like color profiling, what season you are, like your color tone. Yes. Yeah. Going and on. What I, was, what I was saying is like, I, I had never even heard of this before um, you talked to me about it and it sounds so luxe, like so cool. Yes. So what it is, is that you go to a professional color matcher and they're typically called color drapers. Uh, if you live in a big city, there's likely one near you. And the concept is based on seasons of color. So each season has a color palette, autumn, spring, winter, and summer. And your professional will sit you down and kind of uh, talk about color theory and the color wheel. And there's like a little bit of an education piece at top. And that's really kind of exciting to kind of understand the differences in the hues and all of that. And then she or he will drape the piece of fabric over you in natural lighting with no makeup on, no, no hair, like hair pulled back, just all the way. No hair bald. No (laughs) hair bald. You must shave your head to go to the appointment. Uh, But they actually do put on a little bonnet. That's like a handmaid's tail bonnet to like really blank you out because you're not, it's feeling very like salon vibes where you have the cape on and your hair's wet. Yeah. 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 It's definitely vulnerable times, but worth it. So (laughs) then they like talk to you about if you're warm or cool and then they drill down if you're bright or muted so you'll either be warm or cool warm or cool or bright or muted so I got matched as a spring which is warm and bright and light and pastels and then she kind of uh talks about that further so I was when I tell you I was on cloud nine when I got color matched it felt I say this because I know this was my personal experience and it doesn't matter like what, what 
the analysis is. I think when it's custom fit to you and you're so in the presence of like, these are the most flattering colors on me, even if you're color shy, it was so eye-opening and exciting to me and it can be overwhelming, but it was just like a direction to go in and it felt like a little helpful hand and it just excited me. And so it got Kendall and I talking um, about what kind of gets us vibrant about fashion. What really is it? Yeah. I was talking to the color draper and Kendall and I talk about this. When I look at stuff online on Pinterest or Instagram or whatever, and I'm attracted to somebody else's outfit or the way they put themselves together or their fashion, it's usually that I'm a, it's not the actual clothes. It's, it's that it fits them. Like it, it fits the person that it, and, yes. yeah, who's wearing it. Yeah. Tailoring. Yes. But actually like authentically fits them. And so right. that's what I'm attracted to. Like, and Kindle and I, I've also talked about like an ease around fashion and that mm-hmm. can sometimes be what we're aiming for and can feel a little lost. At least I did. I'll be the first to say between the two of us, like Kindle is definitely way more like naturally chic and fashion savvy than I am. I'm a little bit more like I, I strike out a little bit and I'm open to say that I'm experimental and I'm a little bit lost. And I think it's normal to not know what color might be good for you or what might flatter you. Like, I don't, I don't think it's all intuitive, but it is really exciting to get some type of direction. So what are your thoughts? And I think like, you know, and Angela's saying that something that I find so admirable in general is that Angela is on a style journey. She is going after it. She's figuring out what is her. And I think that it's really easy to, um, just go onto Pinterest and say, this is someone else's style. Like, let me emulate this and then just call it my own. And Angela really is trying to figure out what is her style. And I love that just because most people uh, honestly are kind of like scared or I don't know, just like don't go on that journey themselves. So something too, is that Angela for kind of some backstory, Angela for six months plus has been like, listen, I have every pattern, color, whatever in my closet. I need to pare down. I need to get just like some, you know, neutral color, high-end basics, like just a few things so that it can rotate in my closet. And she was so uninspired by doing that. She was like, this just doesn't feel like me, but I, I, everything in my closet is just like different patterns. I can't put this all together. And so whenever her color draper said, here is your color palette. And it was what she intuitively knew all along. It was this release of like, yes, I can wear really beautiful, bright colors and patterns. And this actually will look good on me. So, um, I think that's like just really exciting. And I think over just with quarantine, that's been a big thing that we've talked about because as we all know, it's kind of a sweatpant nation right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's all cute and great until it wasn't. And then you're like, Oh, I now if I put on jeans, people are like, where are you going? Mm-hmm. Like, what's what's the occasion? And like, jeans used to be casual, right? And I really am. I love this like athleisure. I love the casual. Like, I love all that. Um, but it made, when I started doing that too often, it made me feel like this like grimy version of myself. Like, this isn't the woman that I want to show up as every single day, you know? 
And so I think something that really inspired Angela and I like throughout quarantine was get dressed dress is the woman that you want to show up to today. And that is different for every person. Right. But, um, it was just this showing up for yourself. And Angela would text me every single time and be like, why is the simplest thing of doing that? So high vibe. Like, why does that just completely change your day? How you show up at your desk, how you like parent, how you, whatever. Like if you're just in like clothes and just even just a swipe of red lipstick, you're a completely different person. And I don't mean to say that in a superficial way. It just really helps you um, vibrate at the level that you want to be, if that makes sense, you know? Yes. Yes. It's the little step that you do for yourself and it can feel so overwhelming when you're feeling like you're in your routine of just like, well, it's more comfortable this way. And I think there's a lot of, I had some holdups with well, I want to dress for comfort. Okay, I can dress comfortable and colorful. Like I, mm-hmm, I was having mm-hmm. limitations, putting limitations on myself. So I would see stuff in Pinterest and be like, okay, so the only way to be chic is all black, all white monochrome. Like in my head, I had these holdups like, oh, that's the only way to be timeless because then those, those colors never age. And yes, I got matched with some neutrals and they, guess what? Black wasn't on the list and neither was white. It was creams and browns. And it's just a light bulb went off. It was like, I can do my twist on this and mm-hmm. it can still be chic. And I follow people that are having so fun with so much fun with color that I'm inspired by that I never know what they're going to do next. And I would consider them very polished, very sophisticated. And so I was, I had a block about looking junior or not looking chic or not looking like the woman I wanted to be was super chic and put together. And for some reason, I also had this, like, I acted like it was incongruent with my love of color when really Mm -hmm. they could like join together and come together in like an explosive way. So for me, personally, I am not color shy. I love color, but having direction and focus. And like, I was always, when I really looked at it, I was like, okay, Angela, what is it that you are attracted to? And I was, I thought it was a capsule wardrobe of only neutrals, but I was attracted to a a wardrobe with working with the same colors. Yes. Everything goes together. Then you can have fun, but you also have direction. Like it felt so purposeful. And now that I'm like armed with my swatches, like I'm a new woman and it goes to show like, even if color draping might not seem like your thing, which I could talk about it for hours. So like hit me up if you want more info, but it's more of a bigger takeaway of like, I knew this could help my mental health. I knew it could help me feel like myself. We all had a really, really hard year. Like postpartum came for me. We had a, I, we had young babies during quarantine. Like things were not looking right. I was having a hard time. I was <laughs> yeah. having a hard time. I was going through it. And like, instead of, and I don't want to be uh, irreverent here. I understand like people have really strong health needs and saying like, just get yourself dressed. Like, I don't want to come off disrespectful. I'm just saying it was a little thing that I could do. I can do yes, I can make yeah. my bed and I can uh, get dressed and I can care about myself in this way. And maybe mm-hmm. I don't do it every day. Maybe right now I'm not able to, I can just do it. I, I can only commit to once a week right now. Cause I'm feeling that low. And even that, even that little boost is so it's just, helpful. It's worth it. And you're worth it. And like not trying to be cheesy. It's just like, it did transform me. So we were super hyper about this. Um, I will continue to be. I think it's really cool to get color matched um, because even if you feel like you've been in fashion or, again, if you're color shy 
everyone has neutrals that works best for them. I just think it's a cool concept. That it's a cool can- experience. Like I just loved hearing, um, that and, and just indulging in that for yourself as a, um, almost an investment because you were saying that the colors you're matched with are yours for life. So mm-hmm. it's like a one-time experience to know all the way until you're like 75, what you should be wearing to whatever, you know? Um, but something that I, I think too, with you and being attracted to color and things like that is, um, I was watching a vlogger that we both, uh, follow, but she was saying that, um, and, and I really agree with this. She was saying that your home, your, like what you wear, whatever is, um, it's showing up and embodying what is going on in your inner world on your outside. Like your outer world helps communicate what's going on in your inner world. And she was just saying like, oh, I hope that when someone comes into my house, they, they feel that this is like at peace and healthy and vibrant and, you know, organized and whatever, um, which is not everyone's mind, but she was just like, I want to create a space that very much communicates what's going on in my inner world because it helps someone understand, or she was like, what I wear, I want them to understand what's going on inside of me. And I think that that is very true of, um, like when you were saying I'm attracted to color, I'm attracted, like you are a very like vibrant, colorful person and to wear all black would not actually represent what's going on in your inner world. Where like, even for me, like I love like a monochromatic moment. Like I love a, um, you know, all tan, all white, all whatever. I do love color too, but in my mind, I like things to be a little bit more organized. And so, you know, like that makes me feel like me when things are a little bit cleaner. And sometimes that is to like strike a balance too, you know, of like maybe when I'm feeling chaotic, I need something a little cleaner. And it's actually funny because now that I'm more in a routine, things are a little bit more organized. I'm so attracted to pattern and color now. (laughs) Like it was like, I needed to swing the other direction. I'm like, everything is like very sterile right now. I need some freaking green paisley. Okay. And that it's, so it's kind of funny how whether it represents our inner worlds or it creates a balance of our inner worlds. Um, I love that. And, um, something that has always stuck with me was Balmain, um, the designer. He was saying that he designs clothes as armor for women and it's armor to be able to go out in the world that what we wear is a strength. And so I love that. Like when you think about your color draping experience or, you know, whatever, it's like when you can wear something that makes you feel like you have, and I don't say armor in this like aggressive way. Mm -mm. It's more of this like, wow, I feel like I can go out into the world and interact with it in the way that is authentic to myself. And I love the transforming quality of fashion for that. Ken couldn't have said it better. You're so right about everyone deserves to feel like people understand them through their clothes. And so I Mm -hmm. never even really realized that that's so true to you and true to me that like you, you're, you're more like feeling more like yourself when you're a little bit more polished. Whereas I feel more like myself when I'm more like asymmetrical, something's a little Mm -hmm. off. 
there's some type of like interest, it might not work. Like do the patterns clash? Like that's me. Like I love that feeling. Yeah. And um, that's like your inner world. It's like, Hey, experimental, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. funky, like lots of different things going on. Like that is very authentic to you. You know, I love this idea that your clothes are your strength because it really truly felt and powerful to me, like empowered and powerful to me to feel like these are my bad bitch colors. Like catch me in these colors on the beach, catch me in these colors at a cocktail party when the world opens. Like the way she worded it was like you, everyone has their palette, but everyone in their palette has two or three wow colors. That's like, that is the dynamite. That's like, it. That was well, crazy. It. When Angela sent me the photo from her color draping, she just sent it to me and was like, oh my gosh, I had such a great time. I truly opened it and go, <gasps> When she had her colors draped around her neck, because I was like, it, it, it was so crazy. It like takes see, you aback. Like, to, it's no, it did take me aback. Yeah, it's extremely impactful, you guys. I know we're talking about something visual here, but if you want to just look up color draping before and afters, like on Google or something, I'm sure you'll have a. I know this sounds so trivial, but I'm telling you, it's very impactful. And I think that something so simple, like, listen, if you're gonna be at Old Navy buying a cardigan like you might as well get it in the color that best your dynamite color yes right so we're not talking about like going out and buying like ball gowns and no no, no. it's truly just like if you're going to buy something and you're choosing between two colors like why not have a color that makes you feel freaking incredible and it's so achievable like for me i was so i'm such like a a studier and a rule follower that like once I had my guidelines I was like okay I feel more equipped to shop now I'm excited Mm -hmm. to shop now I have a little bit of like I never used to uh filter by color when I would shop online ever I was just like anything goes like it's just so overwhelming so now I can just be like picking my tones It's it's exciting but more than that Kendall and I were talking about okay on a bigger conversation you know, we've been on a style journey. We have been, Kendall has really sophisticated her like palette and she really feels at home. And then I love this idea of like, as each season passes, you might need a little more this, a little more that. That's A little more umph, a judge. Yeah. Spring's here and we're feeling it. And sometimes you need a little bit more power and sometimes you want to feel a little bit more scaled back. I love that. But what we really were thinking about is kind of maternal influence or foundational influence from where we went to school and mm, yes and church and, and who we hung around how did that frame your style because for me until I was asked that question I had never given it any thought I was like oh I thought it was just all me all along just beep bopping around really mm-hmm. when I started thinking about it and someone asked me who influenced your style I'm not talking about a celebrity nothing like that I'm talking about the way you grew up you dressed in a certain way why And I really went down this path of like highs and lows with it. And I don't want to get too like down in the details here, but like for me, I went to a Catholic school. I had to wear a uniform. I was void of any creativity allowance, like no nail polish, no jewelry, nothing. It was, everybody looked the exact same. And for me as a person, that is like bottling up an evil potion and sticking it down my throat. Like to be original and to stand out is so true. (laughs) To ask Angela to be like one of is like Uh, not. And not the vibe. I thrifted all my new colors because I knew like it can't be duplicated. Like I just love that feeling and that anyway, but I realized that after I got out of high school and I talked about this with another friend that went to my school with me, 
we got into public school where we could wear whatever we, we wanted. And she went in a totally different direction than me. I started going in an explosion of color. I was just like everything all at once. And that still remains kind of true to me today. But I just, once I got the freedom, it was like a kid in a candy store. Like I was going berserk mode. I remember in, when I was like 14, I was wearing this shirt that was white and it had orange yellow rope hanging from it all the way like to the bottom like roping like I could literally lasso people with my clothes like I was so quirky so crazy and I didn't care like I felt so good to express myself in that way and then she felt like completely out of her element immediately went to school the first day saw everyone was wearing Hollister this and Juicy Couture on the bottom and whatever was in uh, in early 2000s and immediately went home to her mom and was like this is my shopping list I need to buy exactly what they're wearing I want to just assimilate like I'm at a new yeah I want to fit in I don't want to cause attention to myself and I think both of those were true to ourselves and I think it's interesting Mm -hmm. though the way it like evolved from where we went where we were from so what about you, Ken? Like, did your school play an influence in what you wore? I mean, I was in public school all of um, but one year. Um, I was in private school for one year in between moves. Um, I will say this. I think that I grew up in a household where my dad, like, still wears his college sweatshirts, no lie. Same. And he's 50-something. <laughs> like, he, I mean, does not care. So... I was always interested in fashion, but I didn't really get the kind of luxury of exploring that because my parents were, just thought that was very frou-frou. And then as I was growing up, my mom has great style, but just more of a tomboy style. And my dad is, my dad, you know, wearing his college t-shirts, like doesn't care. So anyway, so as I was growing up, my style was this little bit more like tomboy style, the stuff that she would buy, right? And we did a lot of thrifting when I was growing up, just different things. It was always like very quirky and kind of tomboy. I don't, I don't know if you remember, like in high school, I would truly wear boys camo cargo shorts and like a crop top. Like it was, it was very just tomboy. And so as I've gotten older, I've actually had to learn how to come into this more like feminine sense of style. Like that was something that was kind of foreign to me, but I was drawn to where I was like, oh, I do want to wear like dresses and skirts and things like that. But it was something that I actually, it was a little bit out of my comfort zone and I had to learn how to adapt to that. But it's interesting because when I was talking to Angela about that, she was like, oh, I was raised completely opposite. Like I was so, you know, so girly growing up. And so, or her mom, like, you know, helped her with her feminine side. So it's kind of interesting how, um, we all have these different influences as we grow up of what our style is and how much style in our older years, like I assume if you're listening to this, you're at an age where you're kind of figuring out again as an adult, you know, if even in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, like whatever it is, like who am I now, right? Like I think that changes every decade of kind of who you show up as in the way that you clothe yourself. Um, And so I think it's really cool to break through limitations of our past and create who we want to be. Yes. I was just going to say that, Ken. I'm really proud of you and anyone that has 
felt like they couldn't really express themselves in a way that felt good to them and then were able to learn that. And then also me and Ken talked, we respect who raised us. We love and honor who raised us. And we, oh, for sure. and we, we take pride that we take some influence from the way that they dressed and that, and we mimicked and like, we still find true today. Like Kendall is more tomboy than me overall as a style. And that's true to her and proud for her. And then I'm a little bit more feminine and girly, but like, we're proud that that influence still stays, but it is a little bit hard to break away from that when you were fed something maybe in just one category of like, this is the way it should be, or not even from a parent, maybe friends, maybe peer pressure, maybe where you went to school and just the hierarchy there and the culture there. Maybe it made you feel like, okay, I, I need to dress this way or people won't like me or whatever. And those wounds are deep. You know, I think people, high school is such a pivotal time and, and, and such a time in people's life that people remember forever because it's just so, you're so just like finding out who you are for the first time. And then over and over until then, like in your twenties again, and in your thirties again, but each time a little bit more confident, a little bit more self-assured. And I think we all would love to tell our younger self, you know, you're doing great and everyone loves you the way you are. But um, sadly, that's not the case for all of us or just our internal dialogue sometimes feeds us lies. But go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say also, this will come to a surprise to no one, probably because we have a podcast called Woo Woo School. But Angela and I were like on the fray though in high school. Like, we were not the ones wearing no. You guys, you guys, like, you guys, we you guys. Truly Let's paint the scene. We, Kendall and I were not cool. <laughs> Kendall and I were, we're not, not cool. cool. We were not we cool. Were not cool. It we was wore fine. proudly. We were proudly, but we weren't cool. And I think that in a way made us cool, but we just didn't know it at the time. It, it made us like cooler ways. as adults, but we were definitely <laughs> not cool in high school. <laughs> no team. No, no, no. It was a no for me, dog. I had friends and I had people I hung out with, but, uh, and I felt good about myself. And I will say one thing I do want to like commend my mom for, uh, and I hope to to parent this way too. My mom always made me feel like I didn't need anything to be who I was and to, to shine with who I was. And she just fed me that almost daily. Like you don't need designer stuff. You don't need Hollister. You don't need any of that. And it was not coming from like a money standpoint or like a, you can't have this blah, 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 blah. You're ungrateful. It wasn't coming from that. It was like, you be who you are and you don't need any of that stuff. And I really just truly mm -hmm. believed that. And I'm thankful for that. And I didn't even realize that that was a part of my story until I was talking about it with you. And I think that that's really commendable. And um, I'm just, I'm thankful for that as an adult that I had someone feeling like giving me the permission to be myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mom did not have that growing up. And so I know that was a wound she was trying to heal through the way she parents me. And so I, it goes deep, you guys, like, that's why it always comes full circle, right? It always comes back to what wounds are you healing? Whether that be in style, whether that be with the way that you are manifesting things, whether that be with your like career path, whatever it is, it always comes back to just the foundation, the real true stuff, your roots. And I, yeah. for so long, I didn't think I had any inner child things to work on. I thought my childhood was fine. And for the most part it is. And it, comparatively I got off easy, but there's a lot of, lot of stuff there and it really kind of shows its head for better or for worse. So that's kind of what we're trying to talk about here is like the style is like the jumping off point, but it's so much more about who you are and, and how you want to be perceived and like the way you perceive yourself and where you want to go. It, it's all at once. 
Yeah, I was just laughing, like, thinking of high school fashion because I was like, bro, I was, like, truly rolling up in a maroon minivan. So, obviously, my parents were like, you can shine on your own. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need the glamour and glitz. You don't 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 need. Like, I'm, like, pulling up in a 1996 maroon minivan. Like, I am full of great things inside. They didn't um, get dirty with that one, team. Like, it would, I know. would hide the car, but it stands <laughs> iconic in my eyes, honestly. Oh, but, I, yeah, I think, you know, the whole reason we wanted to bop on the mic with it was um, we have been really interested in each other's style evolution and how elevating that has been and how exploratory whether you're man woman like I think that that is something that you can express yourself through and how to represent your vessel and I think it's really cool so and that's something that when Angela was texting me about it I mean she was truly flying high And so the fact that it just, it made her more hopeful for doing different things in her professional career. It made her more excited for just showing up for herself. I mean, she was just so excited. So because she was, I was like, I think this is such a deeper psychological and like spiritual thing than just putting something on and showing up, you know? And so that's why we wanted to talk about that. Yes, it fully, I was bawling when she brought the colors out, like, I, I, my, my tears are frequent and, like, free, like, to anyone that wants them, I am a, just a proud crier, but I, it was so emotional and exciting, and I think I also want to leave with this, you guys, give yourself permission to play, you don't have to home run. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's this evolution for a reason, you're evolving, and, like, I, I'm just speaking to myself, but hopefully it resonates with you guys. I I'm done with putting pressure on myself to already have it figured out before I've given it a shot. Like I don't, I don't have to be at the finish line. So just, just play and experiment and nobody is thinking twice about it. Literally no one's going home and thinking, Oh, she wore that. Have fun with your outfits. Like find out who you are. You don't need the color draper, but if it feels good to have a direction, like I encourage you because I just, I feel alive. I feel like anything that makes me feel alive is worth sharing and worth, worth it. Mm, I love that. What a beautiful sentiment. Yes. Yeah. So we're excited. We hope this wasn't too much of a rabbit hole, crazy roller coaster. We hope you get the bigger picture with us. And listen, you buckled into this roller coaster, so you're welcome. Now you can unbuckle and get off. Uh, thank you for coming to Six Flags over Texas. <laughs> um, <laughs> archived photos of us in high school. Uh, only we'll decide. We'll decide if we'll. Okay. We'll decide. We'll decide. <laughs> but um, thanks for but anyway. Us. Love you guys. Thank you so much for joining in. And as always, let us know if you took anything away from this that you want to chat about further. And we will see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Love you. <laughs> love you. I hope you had fun today. Thank you so much for listening. We're manifesting that this becomes something. So if you enjoyed this, help a sister out and give us a rating or tell your best friend so we can connect more people like you. Talk to us anytime. Easiest to reach us is on our Instagram. Kendall is at Kendall Hannah with no H at the end. And I am at Angela underscore party. 
Also, we wanted to give a quick shout out to Nicole Spolerich, our magical audio editor, and Scott Hoying from Pentatonics for the sparkly intro. You two make us sound like we're not just two girls sitting on the living room floor with a mic, so we love you for it. Anyway, we love all of you guys. See you next Wednesday and stay woo-woo.